From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's the show that we recommend. What is The Briefing Room? It's a behind-the-scenes look at how the criminal justice system works and the lives of the people within that system. If you love true crime, well, these are the real people who do the job every day of making sure justice is served. Hi, I'm Detective Dave. I'm Detective Dan. Together, we have decades of experience in local law enforcement, a profession that we think is often misunderstood. So we're going to explore how to do it right, and we won't shy away from when it's done wrong. These are stories you'll hear nowhere else. Unique, frank, and unvarnished. From the team that brought you Small Town Dicks, this is The Briefing Room. Episode 1 drops on August 30th. We'll meet you in The Briefing Room. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com I'm at this part of my of my COVIDness that I don't even I don't yep. even know Mary Beth. I just I get it. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> welcome back to Little Cuts, our weekly Minnesota where we dig into the things we've been consuming. I'm Terry. I'm Mary Beth. And I don't know we're, what else to say. We're doing fucking great, y'all. And I hope you are too. <laughs> Jesus. Telling Mary Beth, a story about my exploration of the local barbershop. And it's, yeah, I kind of wish that we had recorded it, but okay. here we are. Here we are. Um, um, so, so, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping so this all in, by oh the way. God. I don't care. It's just, it's fine. Everyone can get exposed to this bullshit. It's not a real episode. Uh, this is this is us. This is this is what it's like to <clears throat> just. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm waiting for Misu to just attack a tower or something. No, now. she is drugged the fuck up because she got spayed oh, today. That's right. So she How is, is she, doing? Like, she is just not sure what's going on. She's like, oh. she won't settle down. She's wobbling around the apartment. She hates her cone. Oh yeah. 
she's not like f- freaking out's the wrong word she just seems to be forgetting where she is and she's pacing around the apartment like oh yeah trying to remember where everything is but like she's fine she just is a little bit weird but you know yeah I, that's the thing with with uh female cats where it's like oh I it's know. a little bit more invasive i know it's a bummer i like just her... snipping the balls i know i have to like we're gonna like have to keep, keep track of her incision and stuff but it's fine she'll be fine it's just oh, like yeah it's sad seeing her like this i'm like what's wrong you're not the usual kitten but she'll be fine tomorrow i think oh yeah i just think that shit is just like coursing through her kitten veins yeah poor kitty i know (laughs) so um what have you been watching and consuming this this last week okay so first i wanted to share um yeah we'll start with this one so i discovered this movie called we are the missing oh what is this so i am in a found footage facebook group where people can recommend found footage films and it's been a really awesome resource for finding some of the like some really lesser known films because there are a lot of people on there who watch everything and they say if it's good or not so it's kind of a helpful way for me to be like is this worth my time Mm. so someone shared that on the page and it was free on youtube and it's an entirety it's a an hour and 23 minutes and it's a pseudo documentary about a family searching for their missing daughter but it goes from them searching for the missing daughter and it evolves into something absolutely fucking wild and i will Hmm. not spoil it but so the acting isn't great um some of the editing this year huh yeah it came out this year and so like it's very much a low-budget movie. Like, there are some issues with, like, sound mixing and with some of the performances. So it's, like, very much a low-budget indie found footage film, but it's really smart. And yeah. it's free on YouTube. It's only an hour and 23 minutes. I think it's really well done. I think it's a really cool concept. And it's genuinely it's genuinely pretty freaky. Genuinely pretty freaky to me, I thought. Hmm. I kept yelling at the screen, what the fuck? What the fuck? So it seems like it's kind of like a true crime documentary, but evolves into something much more fascinating. So I would recommend that to whoever has time to watch it, because I think it is gonna it's gonna be one of those movies that maybe four people are gonna watch. But again, like that's my specialty. Like finding that one movie (laughs) that four people have seen and then being like everyone watch it but yeah, yeah so that's, I, that's really awesome and it's available for free which i, I keep right. saying that but i love that this is accessible like it's very accessible and this is it's the director is his name is andrew jd robinson this is his first feature film he's done quite he's, a, <laughs> he's done a lot of short films like a lot and this is his um feature film debut so oh cool yeah so give it a wow he has done a lot of short films yeah I know I haven't watched any of them yet but I've heard they're pretty good so he's really talented and has a really cool vision I think for horror wait oh no this can't okay so he did like an adaptation of the Candle Cove um creepypasta oh cool oh wow alright as like a short film I thought for a moment there that like it was but no it's just like a, a short film of the the one that was turned into the the what is that um channel zero that did the first yeah season. was that the the creepy the tv teeth? show yeah the, okay yeah that was the teeth monster right mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. ew 
<laughs> and then the second thing I watch is part of my Giallo journey. I watch Phenomena. I did too. I'm so excited that we can talk about it. That movie is a fucking bananas, and I loved it every minute of it so phenomena is if no one who isn't familiar it's a dario argento joint starring a young jennifer Connolly. so young she's so good and donald pleasance 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 from Mm -hmm. halloween and i i was i'm always surprised when i watch this movie and like he's speaking with um uh, an accent from the UK. I think, yes. I, think he's, I, I think he's playing Irish in this movie. Like he definitely yeah, has like an is. Irish brogue to it, but yeah, it's always surprises me because like, I only think of him as like, uh, you know, um, Halloween. Yeah, exactly. So th- the, the synopsis of this film alone will really get you. Um, it's all about a girl who is played by Jennifer Connelly, who discovers that she has psychic connections to insects and uses them to find a serial killer who was butchering young women around her boarding school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, is... like, that's all you need to know, and you have to watch it. It's just, and I read that, I'm like, there's no way it's this good. Oh, listener, it is that good. There's a razor-wielding chimp. Yeah, and you know, what's what's funny is that um, we, we had talked about this movie briefly. Um, I, I can't remember, I'm sorry, podcast, Brandon. I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast, but you had mentioned it, and I had I had said that you know there's a a killer monkey, but he's actually not the killer. I somehow in my mind, it's been so long since I've seen this movie. It somehow in my mind that was what what popped out was that there was a the fucking monkey killer, but he's a good guy. It's amazing, and so I love him. I I guess I'm so used to a lot of art from what I've seen. I mean, obviously. <laughs> not the most like well read in terms of giallo but i know that like the the three mothers trilogy is supernatural but i know that giallos in general aren't really supernatural right like they're mostly right. just it's mostly who done it usually like the the i, I it's always seems to be known by like the the iconic uh like the killer with the black gloves and like a focus on on yeah like that kind of stuff like that's but again, I'm also <laughs> not a giallo expert, but yeah, I mean, this one definitely takes some of those infer- inferences, but like weaves a more supernatural kind of Suspiria-esque tale to it with like the kind of boarding school and the young girl with the powers and it's not witchcraft, but like it is just such a weird off the wall specific thing, like connection with bugs that I I'm just like absolutely obsessed with it. Like I love it when there's like hyper specific weirdness. Mm-hmm. But like it, and it goes all in. Like it's not like it, it's like <laughs> swarms of flies attack the boarding school. Um, we worship you. We worship yeah. you. I love you all. I love you all. Oh my god, <laughs> she, Jennifer Connelly is so fucking good in this movie. This is before Labyrinth. Yeah, like she is amazing. She's someone I want to talk to. I want to talk to her about this right? movie. <laughs> Seriously, like, what was it like to like one of your first movies be a Dario Argento film? Like, you know what's funny what? is that. Um, this was originally released over here in the in the states um called creepers oh uh, as, oh interesting um and i'll tell you what like the i never saw it as a kid but the poster i'm putting it in chat the poster like terrified me all the time um 
in like oh shit she's just holding a handful of creepy ass bugs yeah so that was like the uh the 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 vhs cover sheet of it or the vhs poster was like this giant hand with bugs and i remember seeing that as, as a kid and not realizing later that like phenomena and this was the exact same movie but this movie was actually heavily edited down to like being 80 something minutes here when it was called creepers and so like there's like many different editions of this movie that add in mm. back in the gore and add in the more of the story um but yeah it's it's a it's a wild watch the one on the the movie on shutter is actually the um one of the 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 better um, cuts of it that has like pretty much everything in it there's like a longer italian only cut that has like six more minutes but i think the movie is a little over long as it I is i was gonna say there's some parts in the middle that and this is something i find with giallo sorry everybody but like there's a little it's not long but i feel like a lot of giallo has like 10 to 15 minutes too long you know what yeah. i mean there's like 10 to 15 minutes where people are walking through a hallway or like looking terrified that i'm like you know you probably didn't need this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, yeah. <laughs> just saying. You probably you didn't what, need that. But... The finale of this movie is Jesus bonkers. Fucking, it is so... It's starting with her falling into a maggot-filled pit, which maggot is the nastiest pit. shit I've oh, ever... I was like, absolutely so the gross. fuck not. Disgust. It's like polter. It's like the poltergeist scene, but yep, twenty yep. times worse. I was like, yes. "This is from Poltergeist, except it's... even more horrifying because there's just <laughs> fucking maggots everywhere and like decaying bodies. Like it's not just skeletons; it's just like melting flesh." It's like Dario saw that movie and was like, "I'm going to do this one better." <laughs> just like have it and so honestly, fucking gross. So and from gross. there on to the end, to the end is just like a surprise after a surprise, and it's like, what is even <laughs> happening? Exactly. It's like this is why Giallo is so good. Like it can be a little slow at the beginning, but they, like they know oh, Giallo's know how to end. Like oh, they're yeah. like, here's all this crazy shit that like we're gonna pack in all of this explanation in the last ten minutes. You're not gonna really understand it, but you're gonna love it. Like that has been my experience thus far in mm-hmm. my short Giallo journey, and I don't hate it. I really enjoy the like very like kind of slow build ish. A lot of kills, a lot of explanation in the last ten minutes, and then just a bonkers ass ending. Yeah, I will say I don't think I, I agree. I don't think the the music so much in this one is as good. Like oh, it seems you did. a little. It seems you don't like, like the little... Iron Maiden and, and Motorhead. <laughs> <laughs> like it seems I, I, kind I, of out of place. So much, it's not so much who they chose. It's just that like. It just seems like haphazardly strewn in there, whereas, bef- whereas like a lot of his movies like is built around the music. It just seems like oh I yeah, know. it just felt like it. There was they just sort of like would go to a song immediately, and I'm like, oh, this is jarring. <laughs> no, exactly. I thought it was hilarious, but also like kind of out of place. Like all of a sudden, Jennifer Connelly is trying to escape that house, and it's just like <laughs> Iron Maiden, and it's like, oh. I mean, uh, and right. the longest, the longest telephone cord I've ever seen. She sus. I know. I was like, you know, I Thank forgot. God this was made back then because, like, if this was like a, a cell, or like a phone today, she would have been fucked. <laughs> no service in the tunnel. No, but yeah, but... so I really enjoyed that film, and I'm glad that you watched it too because it is like again, guys. If you're on, if you have Shutter, and if you don't have Shutter, please get it. Shutter, give us a promo code. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, 
they have I think we talked about this last time too, but I'm going to say it again. They have a bunch of Argento right now. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have even more giallo for a holly holly giallo Christmas um in December. So, if you're like me and want to just like jump in jump in, they're going to have a ton of awesome stuff on there that I'm excited to watch. Um so Do you know what you're going to watch next? Um, I think a Bay of Blood. I think a Bay of Blood. I think everyone's talked about how much they love that movie, so I'm going to watch a Bay of Blood, and then I'm going to watch Deep Red. I think that's my current plan. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll rewatch Bay of Blood. I've heard so much about it, and you've talked about it a lot, and our friend of the show, Raina, has talked about it a lot, and I know it has a lot of influences, so Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to watch it. That's Bava, right? Yeah. Okay. So, we're learning. Um, but Terry, besides <laughs> Phenomena, what uh, what have you been consuming? Well, um, so the PlayStation 5 came out. It sure fucking did. And if you're one of like, I don't know, it seems like only five people that got it, <laughs> um, then like, you're dumb if you're not playing Demon's Souls. Because um, I have been playing Demon's Souls nonstop uh, since, I, <laughs> since I got it Thursday uh, night. Did you play it all weekend? I did. I actually beat it this weekend ah. um, by putting Holy 24 shit. hours into it. <laughs> Damn. And so Demon's Souls is the precursor to Dark Souls, right? Yeah. Have you played any of the Souls games? Yes. I've It's. I've played some Dark Souls. I was really bad at it. And then I've mm-hmm. one of my favorite video game sites, Giant Bomb, has done playthrough, have done playthroughs of all of them plus Bloodborne. So mm-hmm. I've watched those so i pretend that that's like i've played them so i'm very okay. familiar with them when i tried to play i was just terrible at it and was like yeah. i'd rather just watch someone else do you know so the funny thing is is that i remember when when demon souls came out on the playstation 3 and like i was everyone was like oh it's so hard it's so hard and stupid terry was like i'm gonna play this game and i'm gonna beat it and i bought it i played it for about an hour and I got so frustrated that I just quit and I never touched another Souls game again mm. until until I watched um, my favorite. Well, at the time, my favorite uh, site that would do playthroughs, uh, Polygon, they had like two people that were playing through uh, Bloodborne. And I remember mm-hmm. watching it going, oh, I love this. I love this game. I love the aesthetic. And so playing along with them, I bought the game and I sort of followed along with them and I'd, I'd play a level and then I'd watch their let's play. And, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So like I f- actually fell in love with it and I would pick if I was, if I was struggling, I'd watch them play it and I'd see what, what they would do. And oh. so like I ended up playing through that and it was the very first souls game that I beat and I did it without, I also did that without any cooperation. I didn't ask for any, I didn't like do the online stuff. I just, it was just me playing and going against it. And it was like such a rewarding experience that I finally understood the allure of the games and then i went back and i've played them all um because i just became so addicted to it Mm. so this game is is it's stunning um it it is the most beautiful um looking game that i've i've probably ever played in terms of like the amount of art that's going into it the amount of like pixels the amount of everything it's stunning to look at and it plays exactly like the original game it's it's interesting because the the blue point um blue point games the the developers of this they've done a couple like they're known for all their remakes they did remade shadow of colossus and um they basically take the code the original code of the of the game that they whatever they're remaking and they use that as their basis so like they got demon souls 
working on the PlayStation 5 and then just basically re-upped everything. Like, redid all the oh. art, redid all that. So the bones of it are the same. It's just, it's just, a, it's the outward appearance is, is new. So it plays exactly like I remember, or my memories of playing it at Go. I, I, there's a lot of things, they quality of life stuff they added to it, like... um Back then, you could only roll in four directions, so you couldn't. It was very like sluggish to like dodge enemies and stuff. And now it it has like the more traditional omnidirectional rolling and stuff. So like, there's like min- minor things that they've done with it. But man, I'll tell you what, it's it brought me back. It brought me back to like the first time I tried to play that game and got so frustrated. And the fact that I could I could go back and like conquer it <laughs> was it was pretty cool. Uh, I think it's. It's it's a phenomenal game. I, I honestly I do think that looking back at it now, it's actually the easiest of the Souls games. Oh, okay. Because a lot of the bosses take a more um it reminds me a little bit of like the kind of bosses where you'd have to figure out their weak point and then basically focus on that, whereas like the new ones are more about dodging attacks and and just like being a bullet like a, a damage sponge this one yeah, okay. ha- has bosses where you like just you basically figure out how to how to fight them like one of them is blind so you have to like be very quiet with where you're moving because okay. otherwise it'll attack you one it, so there's like it, it's more of a, a gamey type traditional like boss fight um that you would that you would expect from from games of like you know here's a red spot hit it you know that yeah. kind of thing um but yeah i think it's fantastic. I love my PlayStation Five. Um, I think it's. I think it's going to be a really good console. Um, I'm really sad that a lot of people don't have it because um, the the pool to draw from from cooperating is very small <laughs> right now. Yeah, it seems like a total clusterfuck. It is. It it is, and it's really obvious in the game because I, I think I was invaded by people that wanted to PvP more than I was able to actually play with people that oh, wanted to, like... Oh, that's right. I saw you tweeting about that. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's a great game. I love it. Um, if anyone is is playing it and wants to do some jolly cooperation, hit me up, because I would, I would love to play through it some more with people. I am started my new game plus, and I'm already on, like, the second boss and hitting my head against the wall all over again. <laughs> In the best way. <laughs> yeah but yeah that's that's basically all i've been doing i i managed cool. to watch the one movie and then i've just been playing that and playing miles morales sweet yeah that sounds awesome but yeah that's um that's it yeah cool that's what we've been watching guys so check it out check out the ps5 if you can and check out phenomena <laughs> and check out what we we are the missing and let yeah. me know what you think. I want to hear more opinions about it because it's letterbox opinions. I don't usually trust them about found footage because people either love it or hate it. So it's very hard to get a read on if it's an actually something I would enjoy specifically. So mm. please watch it and give me your thoughts. I would love to hear positive or negative. I don't mind if you didn't like it. I would just like to I'd love to hear what everyone thinks. Yeah. And if you want to follow with uh, keep up with us, maybe watch uh, Bay of Blood for next week. Yes, join the Giallo journey. Hashtag Giallo journey. I hate myself. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> but yeah, watch Bay of Blood for next week if you want to hear our brief discussion on it, because I'm very excited to watch it. I'm excited to revisit it. It's been a minute. Well, guys, thank you for listening to our little cuts. Is that what we're calling it? 
Yeah, I think so. Until we change it to something else. <laughs> Little Cuts, okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our, our, li- our second episode of Little Cuts. Um, these are really fun for us to do, so we're going to keep doing them as long as we want. Yeah. So uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter. I am at MB McAndrews. And I'm at Gailey Dreadful. Make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, too, at Scarred Podcast. And, I, you know, here's the thing. If you are listening to us, if you're enjoying us, if you could please take two or three seconds out of your time and go leave a review on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, on one of those things. Because what I what we have, I mean, we've talked about this before, but what I have really started to learn over the last year in particular is just how much having those ratings works with the algorithm to mm-hmm. get us seen more. Yeah. So if you like what we do, subscribing to us, reviewing us and leaving us a rating is like the best thing that you could possibly do. I it's it's I was trying to think of some kind of hyperbolic thing to say, but seriously, <laughs> it is great. We would love it if you'd do it. So please go do that right now. If you want to give us a Christmas present, that's what you should do. There you go. And my birthday is coming exactly. up. Exactly. See, and also all you have to do is write Mary Beth and Terry fucking rule. That's all your review has to be. Really serious. It's all you that's have to it. write. It takes five seconds. It does. And you know we fucking roll. So. And the results are measurable. Even the motorist behind me agrees this exactly. with us right now. <laughs> so uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, stay safe out there, but most importantly, stay creepy. <laughs> and until next time. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What is The Briefing Room? It's a behind-the-scenes look at how the criminal justice system works and the lives of the people within that system. If you love true crime, well, these are the real people who do the job every day of making sure justice is served. Hi, I'm Detective Dave. I'm Detective Dan. Together, we have decades of experience in local law enforcement, a profession that we think is often misunderstood. So we're going to explore how to do it right, and we won't shy away from when it's done wrong. These are stories you'll hear nowhere else. Unique, frank, and unvarnished. From the team that brought you Small Town Dicks, this is The Briefing Room. Episode 1 drops on August 30th. We'll meet you in The Briefing Room. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.